In the shadow of the most powerful city in the world, the Capital Golf Gang is on the air with instructor John Ronis from the Ronis Academy at River Creek, executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGA, John Gould, and now your host in Washington, D.C., Steve Zabin. Another glorious week to be inside here at Golfdom for the Capital Golf Gang. Contrary to popular opinion, boys, today's show is not an elevated show, so you will not be getting any extra compensation for this. Damn. We'll try our hardest to elevate yeah, it, though. Just so you know that. I actually like the way the, comp- the elevated events are going. Right now on the PGA Tour, which we're going to talk about today along with a quick nine and a whole bunch of other stuff as we are here at Golfdom and Tyson's Corner uh, in the central fitting bay where I got uh, a fitting from master fitter John Pack last week, buddy, Ooh, one, yes. of your, one of your several excellent fitters here. I'm Listen, it was like a religious experience. Awesome. Okay. It's awesome. cool, isn't it? Oh, where he was so, he's so good. Yeah. I mean, he's pointing at numbers and he's talking about descent angle and spin rates and matching this and I could tell this. I mean, I've been fitted by a number of your guys yep. over the year. I've never had that. There's a little energy there, right? Yeah, which is great. They're all so, good. So anyway, uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick wins Harbortown in a thrilling three hole playoff, nearly jarring it from the fairway against Jordan Spieth to win. Uh, where he once vacationed as a little yes. boy back in the day. This is Cinderella two, story. Two now, right? Yeah. Yes. Because the country club is where he won the U.S. Open, which is exactly. where he won the U.S. US Amateur. Yep. And right. now to pull out the pictures of him and his family at Harbortown, it's just it's, <laughs> it's, it's really insane. It's, it's pretty good. Now Hold we on. need to know where else he visited. Yeah, exactly. Hold on a second. I'm sorry, boys. I just forgot about this. There we go. Okay. All right. Sweet. Okay. Anyway, so Fitzpatrick <laughs> wins at Harbor Tech. What, what are you looking what, at? What, what are you doing? What, yeah. Hey, you playing, playing any music? Is this live tour? Playing some tunes. Here. Oh. oh. You you don't oh. you don't like doing a golf show? Well, listening I, to. But why don't we tunes? all talk at the same time? So it's like a shotgun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, so let's go. all talk and, at the and, same time. And louder. That's a let's shotgun. And the music. Well, and actually, this is, this is very popular now on golf courses. <laughs> Guys bring a speaker. This is good. Uh, Bushnell. Do you, first of all, is Metallica too hard for you guys? <laughs> I be. All Let's right, go let me, G. We're not riding together. What are you talking about? I'm not riding with you. No. How about some DNC with Zoom? <laughs> this is a no. good song. Is this too? Hey, what are you hitting? <laughs> Six iron. What? <laughs> I mean, this that would is, be advice, as we found out last week. So this is this is you don't like that. No, we need, how about how about Super Tramp? Do you guys like Super Tramp? I do. I actually, actually do like Super Tramp. Yeah. Yeah. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do like this one. <laughs> keep it playing. Okay, I'm just gonna keep this playing, and we're just gonna force our way through the show. This is not gonna be annoying at all. I promise. <laughs> what? Why don't you like music? You're making your point quite yeah, well, yeah, Zane. Strongly coming through. This, you are really doing it. This is the battle of the ages that needs to be fought, and I am here this week, top segment to fight this battle. Stupid ass music on the golf course. I have no use for it. I don't understand why there is such an obsession with it. I think it's got problems left, right, and in the middle. And I don't need to hear music on the golf course. I'm there to both be in the moment playing the game that I love. I'm there to connect and communicate and talk with my friends that I like. And if not that, listen to the damn birds. I don't need Metallica, Super Tramp, Taylor Swift, 
or anything else. Well, I think... And I know, I know, buddy, this is going to cut into your Bushnell wingman sales. <laughs> well, now the new one's going to have yardages on it, so That's we can still right. use yeah. it. That's I think it's a very poor attitude, Zay. Okay. You're a music because guy. Because I'm, I'm in a band, so I, like, I enjoy music. And why wouldn't I enjoy coming up onto a tee and hearing three different speakers playing three different <laughs> songs at the same time right. where you can't identify a beat a word, a genre, or anything else. Why wouldn't I want to come up in a group and say, I'd like to be your fourth. Thank you. And they have four different things playing, four Thank different you. volumes, and none of them have anything else that would resemble a golfer in their cart. <laughs> Why you, wouldn't John I want Rodas. to do that? I'm with you. You, you have saved me here. I, for a second, my heart Fell. I bet it did. I was like, oh, no, Ronus is a music guy. Uh, Hard not. to believe for Mr. Unacceptable. Ghoul, where do you stand <laughs> well, the issue on the here, battle of our time in the game of golf? The issue music. here is, you know, I hate when people are on their phones, right, you know, playing golf, whether they're sitting in their cart too long because they're trying to finish an email or they're just preoccupied. The issue is just volume. I don't care what you do. As long as you play on time, play quickly, and it doesn't bug me. So if the volume is appropriate, and the way they always talk about it is, you can hear it in your cart, but nowhere else. I'm fine with it. If you and the guy you ride with, like, I mean, I nowhere hate, else. I hate country music. Define right? nowhere else because well, yeah, Rhoda's it's not a, good a rule point. of golf, right? We're not going to get into the letter of okay, <laughs> if the I green, stand, in the has yeah, or not has not or penalty just, area. If I'm hit over, hit my shot, and I'm where I normally are, and I don't hear your music, I don't care what you do. But if your music's so loud that no matter where I am, if I'm on the putting green or I'm on the tee, like you mentioned, and I'm hearing it, I've got a problem with it. I'm going to tell you to turn it down. Mm-hmm. That's oh all I care. So now there is a edge in the group. There's a little bit of a discomfort level. It's going to throw people off. You've got a bad vibe Well, maybe going. the way you conflict with people. I'm just going to say, can you turn it down while I'm playing? That's all. But people in general. In, no matter how politely you ask. Are, are it's going to set insane. people off. A bit. <laughs> I mean, people ever, are insane. I don't know that what's happened to the world, but the culture, people are crazy yeah. to an extent. And if you say, could you turn that down? You never know if there's a three iron flying at your throat. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so I'll turn this down when I damn well please. Buddy, go ahead. Jump in on so, this. I am not passionately against this mm-hmm. like you are, Zay. Um, and, I, and I like music on the golf course in, in the right setting with your, the right your, people. Your music. Well, sure. But my, our group of four Sunday or Saturday played, and there was a little music coming out from one of the pole carts, and mm-hmm. you could get that vibe. We didn't lose any of the chatter that we were, we were able to have. The How volume, do you know you didn't lose any Well, chatter. the volume is the key. Yeah. I think John's right. If the volume is at a certain level, and there are times with the right group in the right time, my college buddies, when we get together – we like to have, you know, it's not all about just the golf. It's, yeah. it's kind of hanging out. So there's a spot for it. I mean, in all seriousness, I, you know, I, I do, I like music. I play music and I actually respect everyone's taste in music, right? So to each his own for music and there's a bunch of different kinds of music. But if I come on as a single or a twosome and I'm playing and you're playing your music and it just happens to be music that I really don't like at all, it would bother me. I don't have the guts to say, could you turn it down? So it would torture my round. And, and you have every right 
to do it. And John, you're absolutely 100% right. It's all about the volume. And I'm probably not as adamant as I am, but I do not. 100%? I do not like the music out there because I do think it is a distraction. And as Zabe said, this golf, it's a lifetime sport that needs to be someplace that we can get away from the volume of life. Yes. And I, I, I just so enjoy the quiet. Well, and, and, you say that I've never been part of a group where I didn't play with someone. Someone just started playing music. So that, that, that would feel weird really? to me. Yeah. What do you mean? They all ask permission or, or yeah. we've all played together and we've kind of, you know, okay. got that feel that, or they'll ask, but they're good friends. Of all mine. it like, will hey, we- take is one round with somebody you haven't met yet who plays the worst playlist you've ever heard. <laughs> I had this happen to me last summer. This guy played the freakiest acid dropping bands i've never heard of a single band that you didn't like which well, is fine yeah. and he may have but for you nobody you could... liked him but acid heads right and him right I, I couldn't understand it it was like and and unfortunately i was a guest at a very nice club and he was a guest of one of the other guys Ooh. so i couldn't really go like turn that crap off i had to play along Man. with it but it uh i would it, have no problem telling somebody to turn at least turn it down well, that's because you're a rules official you're used to giving people two shot penalties <laughs> and <laughs> loving it and yeah. relishing i mean it, it would country would be that for me if somebody was playing country you know that, oh. that's what would bother me oh so there's your genre that right. you don't yeah. like but which I would is just fine say, turn it down like oh we have pros that play music and i don't hear it until the cart pulls up right next to me yeah. and then i realize yeah. they're playing music and then they drive away and I don't hear any music what, anymore, what so that's if, fine. What if they drive up near where you're hitting a chip shot near the green? See, like what happened to me this past weekend was there was two speakers, one on our cart, one on their cart, and they would park together near the green or the tee, and they'd start, they'd start fighting each other. <laughs> I just sat there, and I looked at it, and I was like, this is a cacophony of nothing. What right. are we doing here? And they're not, they're not really listening to it either. It's just background music. It's the same people go to bed with the TV on and all the other stuff. Right. But it's, it's just background I, noise to them, and I'd like to get them into the noise of nature. But, but the thing is, this is where things are going. And even yeah. within the private clubs, <clears throat> they're struggling with it. Um, yeah, whether know, they, whether they it allow it. Yep. Yeah. So, and this is the only area in which this is even remotely acceptable. Because if you play your phone or a speaker in a public setting like – a restaurant or on an airplane, you're immediately shut down. Like, it's, it's not even a thought. Well, it started at the on beach. The... It started at the beach. Oh, it did? Yeah, you know, when we have boom boxes, mm-hmm. and yeah, we when we were young, there. and you'd go to the beach, and the beaches are crowded, and there's 200 different boom boxes playing 200 different songs at the same time. Let's say you're at a resort. It's annoying. A, a resort where you're pretty tightly packed in, shoulder to shoulder with, you know, chairs and umbrellas. You've got a speaker and you're playing it, and somebody says, would you mind turning that down? I would turn it down. Some earphones, yeah. I would turn yep. the technology. Of course you turn there. it down. I guess my point is, what should be the default setting? I wouldn't have turned it up. I wouldn't have had it on yeah, the if default, there was someone the, close the enough to hear it. should be low volume. There's no question. Well, bro, you got bangers, man. You yeah. got to blast You got to get bangers. that head going, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fascinating now, to now me. Now, some golf courses have the speakers in the carts already. Yeah. Right. And one, there's Just an advertiser. In. There's an advertiser with our station in Milwaukee, and I love the guy that runs this course. But you know, he says, "I want you to tell people, play your bangers on our golf carts with GPS, Bluetooth." 
Yeah. And I'm like, that's fine. But when I'm there, I ain't playing nothing. I'm there to play golf. I'm there to observe and to soak and to be in the moment, which I'm sure makes me a total square. I'm going to get so blasted by everybody on this podcast, namely the people on the text thread that I have that are my golf buddies. They'll be going to Pinehurst with me and some going to Scotland with oh, me. Oh, they're going to play the music now in spite of you. Despite <laughs> of course. You. Yes, exactly. Now I'm with you. Now, here's the thing. They're not going to do it in Scotland. That a, would be blasphemy. Uh, right, it? is it? Now, okay. see, that's a yeah, question. That would, that would be actually interesting yeah. to see if they do it over there. First team, St. Andrews. They'll do it. <laughs> do you think they would even allow you? No. The stewards there. No. No. Okay. I wouldn't think so. And I, that would... I would think that would say a lot about yourself if you walked up there and had music right. going. Like, even if you're for it, walk that's, up, walk up music. That's a, that's a bit much. Yeah. We're gonna bring some fireworks. We're gonna have pyro on the first tee. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a live tour, right? Uh, so okay. So now here's a twist. I later on in the round on Sunday, Hatch took me out to Lansdowne. Thank you, Hatch. And I later on in the round said, "Ooh, looks like Spieth and Fitzpatrick are coming down to it." And I dialed up the broadcast feed, and I start watching the golf on my phone (laughs) with the volume turned up. Well, A-I-T-A now, as they say. (laughs) Am I the old now? Yes. Okay, so maybe I should just shut up about the music. Because that's your music. Right. I mean, you can put the screen on and put the volume down. But this is golf I'm playing. But it, you can have no volume and see it at least. I'm they not, can't see the music. I'm not golf watching on a the golf Love course is, is still I don't care. I'm not watching Love is Blind reunion. It's I don't care. golf on a golf course. You should be able to turn course. it off. And there's DVRs and everything else, Dave. Tape it, have someone not tell you, and watch it later. Well, you know what the beauty have of that is, Have a little respect so. for nature. Well, we, we now have <laughs> the ability for people to play golf on Sunday <clears> afternoons. Keep in touch with their football because you don't want a DVR that come home. You're not going to be able to not know the score before you. And now we're on the golf course at least. So from that standpoint, I love the fact that you can still do that. Yeah, just turn the volume down. You're you're perfectly fine if you're just doing that with the volume low. Let's say I had the volume down or maybe my earbuds in. And let's say it's my turn to hit and I take an extra 10 seconds. That's all, just 10 seconds to watch a putt. Unacceptable behavior. Okay, I figured you'd I'm say totally that. fine with that. Ten seconds, come on. <laughs> what if it's a persistent ten, five seconds where it's constantly, it's your turn to hit, and oh, look at this, he's worried about the playoff. Yeah, that's, I, that's worse than music. Yeah. Okay. That's definitely yeah. worse than music. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna get. We're, yep. We, if we're your group, we're gonna say, Zabe, you here or are you there? Let's go. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Or if there's like a random outburst because someone makes a putt yeah! and you're just screaming in the middle of someone's swing because <laughs> right. hey, you're oblivious to the whole world because NFL who cares about anything golf. but yourself? I have watched NFL playoffs playing golf. When we're down in Orlando, it's always you know the week of the you know ten straight years the Patriots were in the AFC title game. I Damn that was right the only way were. I watched it. Right. Yeah. So you know. I'm not saying nobody does it. I just did it with low volume. Okay. That's all. What about the guy who is on a conference call or work call <laughs> while playing? With Zoom lately, that's, you know, in, in the past three years, that's probably more prevalent. No. With, with Zoom or without? Well, well no, they, would, they Zoom, would be. I think Zoom has really hurt the businessman who yeah, used to do conference he, calls uh, on the course. You can see where he's at. Right? Now they can well, see. You, could, you can just. Put the close the video down and no. it's just audio. Some cor- some companies are like, yeah, we're no. on to you. Yeah. No. Show us where you're at. No, so it's a big no on that. Yeah, I mean, what if that's the only way you can play? It's then don't play. <laughs> but then I wouldn't be able to play with him. I played with a dear friend in Arizona who had to take. He got a he got a. 
conference. He got a meeting called the morning of last second. Mm-hmm. He can walk in the like kind of down the sidelines uh, there, and, and do he the was call and he was very apologetic. He was like, "I'm sorry." But I'm it's sorry. the guy who comes up to the tee. Hey, you know that's that sounds cool. Puts yeah, a tee, no, puts no. a phone down, hits their <laughs> shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sell, sell, sell. That's what we got. Yeah. I can't handle that. Yeah, we're gonna do fifteen percent. No, we yeah. can't do that. Look, the shipping yeah. out of Southeast Asia is too much. Hold on a second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, like they don't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> no, you commute. Yeah, right. I guess yeah. I'm sad sad to say I've done radio interviews in which I've been at full volume. Like, oh yeah, no, I think the Redskins are definitely going to draft so and so in the first round, and it's a loud broadcast voice, which I'm sure carries. Oh, oh, believe me, Zabe, I've been with you. (laughs) I've been with you. Let's get to know some people, not your phone. What about a guy who's having a fight with his girlfriend or his wife? That might be fun to listen to. (laughs) Like, I don't mind it if if I say, well, can I see the texts? Yeah. Because I always like to get a front row to crazy. Like, what's going on here? (laughs) Some things are are fun, Dave. And once again, you know, probably one time, you're probably right, that's probably cool. But if it's every time, it's just like the guy who's always on his phone. It gets a little old, and you're like, you know, maybe you just don't want to play in our group anymore. You know, let's, and you let's get to know who you new. want around you, yeah. and you, you go to that. So you learn. I'm good at making these things fall off accidentally and then running them over, yeah. disabling them. Oops. <laughs> so sorry about that. And you might be wondering, why do I have one of these Bose mini sound speakers too? Because it was a gift. At a golf With a magnet. Uh, doesn't have a magnet has a strap like yeah. that. If you're ever looking for one, I get about six a day at River yeah, Creek because great. people leave them on their cart. Yep. And that's the other thing we get. Did yeah. you find my speaker? <laughs> what does it look like? Uh, it's maybe you can sized. go a day without it. <laughs> That'd be cool. All right, coming up, a quick nine. we got a lot to talk about. This issue will not be resolved anytime soon. It's the Capital Golf Gang, presented by Golfdom here in Tyson's. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who have to come up with creative excuses to their wives for those grass stains on their pants. Today's edition of the Capital Golf Gang is being brought to you exclusively by Golfdom. All the new clubs for 2023 are available at Golfdom now. Callaway's Paradigm line, TaylorMade Stealth 2, the Ping G430, the Titleist TSR Woods, and more. Golfdom is stocking up on some great spring fashions. Come check out the latest from Peter Millar, Holderness and Born, RLX, and more, and get custom fit for a new driver or a set of irons in one of their four dedicated bays at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Golfdom, live the game in Tyson's, Annapolis now, and soon in Rockville. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who all carry a perfect club, an alien wedge, a double-sided chipper, and a 20-foot ball retriever. None of those items available here at Golfdom, but a lot of good equipment is, apparel, accessories, you name it. It's good stuff here. Uh, John Ronas, John Gould, Buddy Christensen, along with us today here on the Capital Golf Gang. And uh, come on in for a fitting as well. And don't forget, the Rockville store is ready to launch. That's right. Buddy, when is it, buddy? A couple weeks away. Hoping May 1 to actually be open. And I uh, would like to get the show over there in two weeks if we could. We'll go. We would yeah. love it. Yeah. yeah. We'll go. We'll be out there, and uh, we'll let you know where to go on the Maryland side of the river for the best in equipment, apparel, and everything else. All right. Time to play a quick nine. Here we go. 
Hole number one. Should signing your scorecard be eliminated on the PGA Tour? I think so. I'm going to refer to John on this one for any reasons that I can't think of, but I, I believe with television and everything else, it should be. Wrong. Yeah, it, I, I can't get behind it because it's still your responsibility to have the score right. And Now, I don't think they have to sign a piece of paper. If they want to sign electronically somehow, you know, just somehow hit the approve button that, hey, all these scores are right, I think I'm fine with that. There just has to be an ultimate responsibility of the player to say, these are my scores and they're correct. And if they turn out not to be correct, we know the penalties. You know, if it's if it's too high, you just accept that score. If it's too low, you're DQ'd. I wouldn't want to count on the guy or a gal walking in the group not counting the strokes right, and and we just accept that. You know. Then then how about keeping your own score? No. If you're going to sign for, why not just keep your own score? So no, you're not responsible no, for no. someone writing down the wrong no, score. In the, no. Okay. No. I, I don't get it, pro. Don't you understand the beauty of the system as it's set up, as it endures into this digital age? I got into it with a guy, Lou Stagner, a golf stat pro. He's got 120,000 followers on Twitter. I like his stuff. Uh, he's the data lead for Arcos Golf. Hmm. And what turned, what started like as a contentious back and forth, he then private messaged me. He's like, why are you quote treat me all the time? I'm like, oh, I thought we were just having a conversation. I said, I like your stuff. We should have you on the show. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. So we settled <laughs> down. He's of the mindset of it should go away like you. And my point is you can't rely on the walking scores, television, shot link. They mess up all the time, right. and they are in conflict all the time. That the beauty of signing for your score as kept by a human being next to you is that you are saying, this is what I shot, and if you can prove it's wrong, I'm out. And this is the important thing. I'm signing for it because not every tournament has enough cameras or shot link. You just go one step below the PGA Tour, you start to get into deep water of what happened. Did you take two shots there or not? And I'm, I was in the same boat when I first saw this this uh, question as John, but now as we're walking through it, you do think. Am maybe, I maybe, changing your mind a bit? Maybe TV's not going to be there for 18 holes, you know, yeah. five years down the road if it loses some, uh, you know, coverage or, or – you know, fan base, but uh, yeah, I don't I'm not too that. adamant it about only, it. I'm, it I'm only, fine, but it, it does only... make a lot of sense. Ultimately, watching a tournament, you know where Matt Matt Fitzpatrick is throughout the whole tournament because you see his score on TV. But what really happened? Maybe that's not his score, and it does yeah, I help. Mean, how many times it. has has someone been on the on the green there? This player's putting for birdie. Oh, we just found out he took an unplayable back there. Mm -hmm. Right, it's now for par. Mm -hmm. Right, they're always behind. Yeah. And, and the people on the on the ground, the player and his marker, will know that, right? So that's why it's so important. Like I said, I'm not hung up, and it's now allowable in the rules to sign digitally for you know for for us. And an example, uh, when we're doing Golf Genius is our electronic scoring, you can sign it digitally. You don't have to sign a piece of paper, but you do have to signify that I verify that those scores are this right. This is what I shot. Right. Fair I enough. Think that's, I think that's very important. Also, I, I learned this in the whole debate. You don't have to actually add up the scores. Correct. Never have been able to. No, yeah. just hole by hole. Hole by hole for Thank God for me. I yeah. can't add. <laughs> well, and then, but there's always there's always these sad stories where yep. on the ninth hole, someone put in 41 yeah. because they added it up and they put the, the 
the score, the total for the nine in the nine, the ninth hole. No. Yeah, West yeah. Point, West Point Invitational in college, yeah. someone no. had that happen. So like, What'd you come you in and their nine hole was like sixty something or yeah. whatever it was, and it's because the ninth hole was like a thirty six, and yeah. they were just like, Phew. oh yeah. my word! All right, hole number two. Is Patrick Cantlay now a bigger tour heel because of his slow play than one Patrick Reed ever was? No. 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 no I mean, ch- no chance. Cantlay's, a, as I would call it, you know, certain people a slug. You know, he's just, he brings nothing to the table. He's ultra talented. He's got a very uh, sad story behind his, his caddy in his life. Yeah. And um, so I wish him all the best. Slow play or one significant episode of slow play does not put you in Patrick Reed category. One, which episode, is, one episode? Which is, well... Well, well recurring episodes. Yeah. But, I've yeah, got I mean, Netflix there's a difference. seasons one through 11 <laughs> of his slow play. Don't give me that one episode. Well, there's a big difference between playing slow and cheating, right? And that's what we... That's why we feel about the way we do about Patrick Reed. Uh, and and I, I, I appreciate that he... He made fun of himself the the last Can't tournament. Like, well, he made the hole in one. He said, "Hey, improve the pace of play there." Yeah, and I, right. You know, so uh, <laughs> and then proceed. I saw him though take two and a half minutes on to the, do a punch on out. the well, and and that that, that ball one that on hanging. the on the but it was hanging on yeah. the the uh, ledge the edge of the railroad tie. Well, the at lake, least too. that one is somewhat justifiable. That was right. an incredible shot, by the way. It was. It I certainly was. was. Well, I was I'll give you. It, I didn't get to the point to watch it because I couldn't stand sitting oh, there any longer. Oh, gotcha. As he's doing but, it. You so. know, slow I luckily, I was on the golf course playing with Hatch. And, <laughs> watching I and I'm like, oh, my God, he's about to hit it off the bulkhead. He's yeah. going to take a triple. That's yeah. what I – And I, I was like, oh, no, he actually – I would He's going to get phone. it up and down. I would have hit that play phone just with a wedge. You know, it's, it's aggravating, but have it you, can't – But, can't but Patrick, seen, Patrick Reed is more than just – the, the cheating incidents. Yep. There's, there's just how it's his attitude is. The wife, face. The wife is all yeah. part of the yes. whole thing. Yep. Yeah. There, there's a lot more than just that. By the way, I think that uh, Patrick Cantley's, or excuse me, I think that uh, Justine Reed, his wife, outed herself as the person behind the famous Twitter account Use Golf Facts, right. which uh. has defended Reed. Through all these various rules, who else could it be? Use <laughs> yeah. golf facts yeah. has become this punchline on social media, and I think she outed herself because they were cracking on Reed sitting in the stands at an Aussie Rules football match for this Live Tour event, and she's like, "Look like good seats to me." <laughs> oh, really? Why'd you say that? All right, hole number three. Taylor Made has a new mini driver. I included this as a whole today, just so I could say in Austin Powers' voice, <laughs> Dr. Evil voice, mini driver. Buddy, you tell me, is this thing going to fly off your shelves, a not tiny new. driver? They, we've, it's not new. Yeah, they've been having these for the last 10-plus uh, years. But there's a new one this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've had different yeah, yeah, models yeah. of it. But they've had mini drivers. And I think this one could have been really cool if they made it the whole thing, the old-school copper color that they kind of did on the bottom there. But anyway. What's it called again? This mini burner, burner BRNR, and and uh, or so it's just a smaller head. Is that it's it's a smaller head? It's shorter shaft. It's it's thirteen degrees. I think comes in eleven and thirteen. Shorter shaft, and it's just it's a shorter shaft, forty three and a half inches, which used to be standard for a driver, right, Ronus? Yeah, it's going to be called what all the rest of them were called, discontinued. (laughs) That's what it's going to be called pretty soon. 
Well, Why you got to be such a hater, man? I'm sorry. It, it, it's for that guy who cannot hit the driver, and it's basically making it a, a shorter <laughs> like club with a little more loft, yeah. which is going to help him. Is it yeah. like right? a two-wood kind of? It's really like a two-wood. Okay. And you can hit it out of the fairway, although I think There it is right there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's nonsense. So, it's like my my, my driver is cut down an inch because, you know, I struggle mightily, but I still have the bigger head. Like, why would I want a smaller head under any circumstance? And their mentality is sometimes people are just uh, uh, distracted by the larger head or whatever, but they've had it a bunch of times before, and it, it, it doesn't Ronus. work. There's no one on tour playing it. I mean, no, no, no. It's, it's not senseless. for Ronus. It has precise turf interaction. That's right. Now, who's interacting with turf from the tee? <laughs> well, that's the thing. They, they it, make it where you can't. But the guy that needs it off the tee is not hitting it. It's not hitting it off the, off the ground. Yeah. So it's a little bit of it a It has tour-proven technologies. Yeah. Well, the tour okay. player's not using it. So, <laughs> so go, far, we got go three for three wrong. You can reignite your game. With mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. Zabe, go down a little bit more. It has the specs down there. What's, What's the, the price? Uh, <laughs> the price expensive. What do you want? Man? Forty-three, it's golf. eleven and a half, and thirteen and a half, and forty-three oh. and three quarters. So almost yep. forty-four inches. Sounds so. a lot like a tour spoon. Yeah, well, yeah, that but a little the, bit bigger though. Well, way know. bigger. Tour spoon was the size of a nickel. Yeah. Okay. I think if you need a driver, you know, you can put in play. You'd be better off than a three wood. I think you need a lesson. Well, that there too. Let's do that. From, yeah. a from your PGA, PGA professional. professional at your local. Mini right. driver. Hole number four. What would be an even cooler old school pairing than this John Daly, David Duvall pairing at Zurich this week? Where did this come it's out great. of? It's great. It's amazing, great. right? I mean, Nick Faldo and uh, uh, Greg Norman would be a nice one for me. Okay. Wow. All right. Who else would be a good, like, wow, didn't see that one coming? Well, certainly they, they would never obviously play nowadays, but, you know, the, my dream would be Watson Nicholas, right? I mean, yeah. That, how, how perfect would that be? But it would have to be 20 years ago maybe, uh, you know, to That'd be, be great. competitive. And Fuzzy was good friends with Daly. That would be an interesting yeah. one now, see yeah. Fuzzy yeah. and Daly out there. Yeah. I mean, where's Duvall these days? I loved him on the golf channel. I did too. Why is he no longer on the yeah, golf I don't channel? Know. I believe because he actually did want to play some more. Has he been playing the senior tour? Not sure. Okay. Well, there you go. Duvall and Daly. Uh, Daly looking like Santa yep. Claus with that That's big right. white beard. I have no idea. By the time you hear this on Saturday, they could already be out of the tournament. Who knows? But yep. I love the fact that they hooked up together. So, there you go. Hole number five. Am I wrong for watching online a three-minute-plus supercut of nothing but tour pros smashing, breaking, and throwing their clubs? Does that make me a bad person? Yes. <laughs> I yeah. couldn't stop watching. I, I, I think it you was, are a bad person. No, I'm just Okay, oh, bad person notwithstanding. Right. I was watching it going, I shouldn't be watching this. This is bad for the game. I'm a traditionalist, but As long at, as you knew you shouldn't be watching. Look at Charles Schwartzel right. snaps his driver, snaps his iron, just throws it away. <laughs> funny. I, and as it long as you, it's all about the kids. We don't want the kids to see this. We don't want the kids to of course, I take saw it that on as TikTok. an example. I oh, saw it on TikTok oh where all we're, the kids are. We're hosed now. There's no, there's no future. Okay. I, I did see a good one, though. A guy missed about a three-footer, left mm-hmm. it short, just on the lip, and he snaps the putter, and then the ball drops in. Oh, that's great. <laughs> you know, Zabe, if you It drops in because of the vibration no, of the ground? No, 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 no. Unrelated. It was hanging on the lip and was going to oh, drop in. Yeah. But he was so mad, smashed his putter, broke his putter. Now he's without a putter. 
and it, the bowling. It dropped in because the superintendent was blowing up gophers on the golf course. That's right. Or the music from the cart. That's right. Well, what was the line in Caddyshack? Turn that thing off. All right, hole number six. What's the better feeling in golf? Smoking your first tee shot or draining your last putt of the round of at least four feet or more for either a par or a birdie? Not for a triple. What's the better feeling? So I I always would say, because we'd have a kind of a variation of this hole once in a while, and I would always say that, you know, for me, hitting any drive decent is a miracle, right? right? So, um so I would always say, yeah, driver for me because it's – but in essence, you're going to forget about that first drive fairly quickly and you probably continue on. Making that putt, you remember it for, you know, maybe the it's, whole night or maybe a couple of days. It's the reason why you days, come back the so, next time. Yeah, so I would go with the putt. Okay. But you're wrong. Okay, no. uh, fair enough. So uh, for me, it comes down to almost all the time there's people around the first tee, whether you're close to the range or you're close to the clubhouse or whatever it is. I feel like I'm always being watched on the first tee. You are. So I am so relieved when I smash one on one. Right. And there's nobody on 18. And, and, yes, it could be for a par birdie, and it, it will keep me coming back next time. But, you know. And no one knows what you're putting for. Right, right? yeah. yeah. And, and, and I could be putting for 72 or I could be putting for 99. Yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Hey, I made a par in 18. Well, yeah. you know, whoop de do. So the drive, just because of – it, for me, that's that's where I feel like I'm being watched and I, I want to show off a Buddy. little bit. I, I think the drive, too. I mean, it, it, it sets tone for the day in your own mind. Like, I actually played Saturday for the first time since January and hit a good drive on number one and hit a not good drive on number two. But I thought about it over the next couple of times I'm over the ball. I'm like, yeah, just remember how you hit it on one. And nice. I had, oh, next, that's good. you know, I had yeah, I'm, I'm literally that. shaking. No matter who I play with on yeah. the first tee, yeah. no. so, I, I, I you the first, the first, they're both good feelings. The first tee feeling is better uh, because you know you just want to look like a boss. Like put it in the ground, boom, smoke it first tee shot, and then the rest is going to be the rest. I'm haunted by the first tee shot at the Malcolm McLeod Memorial. Twenty-one years of doing this tournament with the guys in Pinehurst, haven't hit a good first drive for the oh. tournament in the entire. This run is the of year. The this is it. This is yeah. the year. This year, this I doubt it. it. You got I'll the tell yeah. you got report drive. Just play, play the music. The tra- play, play the music loud enough. Exactly. You can't concentrate. <laughs> Hole number seven. Should I incorporate a fishing tournament to this golf trip to Pinehurst? Extra points. Tell everyone bring a rod. We'd go out. There's several ponds uh, out on mid pines, which I don't know if we've got permission to fish them, but we could go out there as the sun is going down. <laughs> Just sixteen knuckleheads. <laughs> I think. I think as we get a little bit older, sometimes playing that much golf in a golf trip is hard. So doing something like that, you know, instead of playing 27 holes, playing, doing some fishing, I love fishing, but, um, you know, the chance if you're going down south of one of them getting taken in by an alligator or something like that would make things more interesting. So, I mean, it's it's worth the risk, I think. Have you ever heard of anyone with a golf trip where there was a fishing element to it? (laughs) No. I have. I have. I don't know if it was a fishing competition like you were talking about where measure you get a point yeah for each fish caught and there's certain length right. you know get bonus points or the first 3 guys to catch a fish get an extra mulligan or no. something. No. Mulligans. What, no, what's, don't what's, don't push it in a, into the a, game of what's golf a mulligan? but uh, like, How about cash? Yeah, yeah, yeah get or cash drinks. per, yeah, per it's fish. Like, it's like skins. Okay. You put in money and, yeah. and you know, okay. whoever wins it. Yeah. Question. Separate competition. Do I need to ask the pro shop if we can go fish the pond on six at mid points? I would. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Could be a guy with a shotgun out there. Yeah, yep. exactly. 
Or there's a club that's you know that we find that I'm seeing that more. I don't know if I'm certainly they don't do it at Westwood, but some of the uh, clubs will you know everybody it's like everybody puts in a hundred dollars to stock the pond, and only those people who put in the money can fish, can fish there. Mm, right. And so if I put in money to stock this pond and I see sixteen yahoos over there, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, yeah well, fishing and then eating the fish as they come out live. Think, yeah. <laughs> well, the joke is, that. you know, with us getting older on this trip, it, it'll eventually end at some point with nine holes in fishing. Yeah. And a nap yeah. And yeah. Call it a day. Yeah. The 36, 36, 18 eventually will give way to that. Hole number eight. What is the most overrated non productive drill in your mind in the game of golf? You know, I think actually, I, was, I, was, I thought a lot about this question and this hole. And uh, I, I think every drill has something for some person. Okay. Not everyone. Um, so I, I wouldn't go too far. But hitting the bag, for instance, the, the, we used to have that, that bag impact, filled impact with ta- bag. impact bag. To me, is completely senseless because you don't know how you're even hitting the bag and then it's supposed <laughs> to promote something. You got people just flailing away, hitting a bag and <laughs> making their own bag and all the other, breaking clubs, Causing doing it. micro tears in right, your wrist, wrist problems. So I think, you know, that, I know what it's for. I understand the purpose. I just don't think it really does anything to help what you're trying to it's fix. It's not a heavy bag like for golf, like boxers, where you want to build up the strength at all. There's no value in that. I once no, saw a I tip. Don't think so, no. I, I saw a tip when I was a kid and teenager for uh, hitting a tire in Golf Magazine. Oh, that, an old that's tire. ridiculous. Oof, because you hit it. the tire and it ricochets back, and then yeah. you break something. I mean, it's just stupid. Okay, uh, goal. Most I'm kind of agnostic drill. on this. I don't. I don't really follow drills that much. And I mean, I would always put put it in Ronis's court. So I'm going to pass on this one. I don't know. I tried to think of something too, and I couldn't come up with much. I, I figure if you're out there, not doing, a drill guy. If you're doing drills. Then you're practicing and you're working yeah, towards getting better. I'll give, I'll give another thing. one for these guys. Yep. People all all the time say putt, um, putting with your eyes closed is a good drill because it gets kind of the yips out of your mind of, of impact. Not looking up because you got to keep your head down when you putt. So you putt and you don't look up until you hear the ball drop. Part of practicing putting is learning what is happening watching the ball as you normally would roll where does it roll where does it break where does it bounce where does it do all this other stuff and if you're just looking straight down and hitting putts it's useless so yeah. there's a lot of these things and keeping your yeah. head down how hard is it to keep your head down on a putt yeah. you'd be surprised okay <laughs> you'd be surprised bro finally hole number nine. nine good one hole number nine would you rather have one temporary green or 18 heavily top dressed and aerated greens. This is a very solid finishing nine hole. Thank you. I'm very. Thank you. I'm glad you like this. It's really well designed. We... <laughs> I'm just a little afraid of it. But I love greens that are good. And I just yes. love them more than anything. So I would much rather have one temporary and all the rest good. And I'm talking good, good, than like the video you showed us this week, Zabe, of that aerated. It's not even playing golf. Called up. It was, uh, it, you know, Lance. The hoppity hop. Yeah, Lansdowne definitely had greens that were being protected with, uh, I would say, longer lengths. I actually made several long putts on those greens. Really? Yeah, it was the craziest thing. Didn't seem to bother me. I will say it took a lot of the challenge out of the game because nothing rolled too far past the hole. So I ended up shooting a really bad number for my handicap, 73. Ooh, wow. wow. And the putts yeah. don't break as much because well, you smash them. And, and, and chipping was easy because right. no chips got away from you. It was playing very slow. Yeah. So that was, you know, I, I don't know. How do you account for that, Ghoul, when it comes to your handicap? 
Well, we don't account on the handicap. We don't account for top dressed or aerated greens. Uh, I think I'm not sure about this, but if there's temporary greens involved, um, you either don't count them or you just get a you, you the 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 you take your stroke control for for the 18th hole. Yeah, nice. More strokes for us. Yeah, not going to win a damn thing all summer. All right, final segment (laughs) coming up. We got some stories from the links, plus other stuff that has happened this week in the world of golf. Stay with us. We're at Golfdom. It is the Capital Golf Gang presented by Golfdom with a store opening in Rockville. Within a couple weeks, we'll be there probably for our next studio show. You are listening to the Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who once dreamed of becoming caddies on the PGA Tour until they found out you have to take the blame for everything. Today's edition of the Capital Golf Gang is being brought to you exclusively by Golfdom. All the new clubs for 2023 are available at Golfdom now. Callaway's Paradigm line, TaylorMade Stealth 2, the Ping G430, the Titleist TSR Woods, and more. Golfdom is stocking up on some great spring fashions. Come check out the latest from Peter Millar, Holderness and Bourne, RLX, and more. And get custom fit for a new driver or a set of irons in one of their four dedicated bays at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Golfdom, live the game in Tyson's, Annapolis now, and soon in Rockville. Now back to the show. You are listening to The Capital Golf Gang. Four guys who only care about one trajectory on their irons, Airborne. Airborne's good. We are here live, plausibly speaking, at the uh, Hitting Bay, Central Hitting Bay at Golfdom in Tyson's Corner. Come on by. Get fitted. Get the latest in gear, merchandise, equipment, accessories, you name it. John Ronas, the director of golf at River Creek, is to my left. John Gould, the executive director of the Middle Atlantic PGAs in the middle. And Buddy Christensen, who... Uh, has run the store for many a years and is now opening that Rockville store, is on the far wing. Have you heard the exciting news about the latest she-she destination resort called, I believe, Colorado Dunes? It's part of the Kaiser Empire, the guys that brought you Bandon Dunes and Sand Valley in Wisconsin have a new project where they're going to have up to six courses Within wow. 30 minutes of Denver International, and the initial photos look spectacular. Is it, awesome. Have they broken ground or anything yet? I don't know the full extent of the project. But it's going to be project. easier to reach than Bandon, obviously. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Now, it will yeah. not have the ocean, yeah. but right. it will still be have mountains. big west, yeah. sky, yeah. stars. You won't play at night, but you get what I'm saying. Maybe you will. There's a is lot of this, good golf out that way, too. Yep. Yes, yeah, so is this now going to be a trend that accelerates, do you think? Where And I know the Kaisers do it the best. Others have tried the concept. Stream Song's a similar concept where if you build it, they will come. If you build something really good, even if it's out of the way, people will come and play multiple courses. Kohler. Yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, that is a, that is a trend, and okay. that's really the only new construction going on. Right, I can't think of well, you know, everyday municipal or even private clubs that are just being built. All right, uh, what else do we have to get to uh, this week on the show? I did send you. How about a... the story of the the qualifier? For okay, the, uh... oh. everyone's had a nightmare finish to their round. I've never seen one quite like this. A mid-am qualifier is this? Yeah, right? so I, mm-hmm. I, did, I did find out it was Southern California Golf Association, their state mid-am. And this was the qualifier, the fifth of five qualifiers. So last shot. Oh. 
Mid, uh, Mid-Am is, of course, for thirty five and older, I think, is most okay. the way most of the state golf associations okay. do it. Yeah, so the, the individual was four under through 15 holes. Uh, the... Now we don't. What we don't know is how did he know what was going on? Did he know what the low score was? Did he know what the cut number was? But I think they were taking eight players. He was four under. The low round of the day turned out to be one over. Oh, he's got three holes left. He goes bogey double on sixteen and seventeen. So you're thinking, all right, he's one, he's one under, but he's still two shots clear of what's what happens. And and the way it was described to me on Twitter was. Picture uh, 18 at TPC uh, Sawgrass, except it's a dog leg right instead of a dog leg left. Yes. So big lake on the right. You got to go around it. Uh, well, the individual ends up making a 12. Oh, but if he shot, if he made a nine on this par four, he would have been in the playoff. Uh, that's what our, our, our 12. Our 18th hole is that 18. exact. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, river creek. down the yeah. side and you have to hit over it. So, but so you got to figure. First of all, the mid amps twenty five or older. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then second, it's not like they have any scoreboards or anything out there. Yeah. So it's, what, so it's this just question no of whether he had on his phone. Yeah. So do you think you got to think he didn't? You got to think he didn't know. Could he have rage quit where it's like he knew he wasn't going to make it, so he's just like tin cupping it. Give me another ball. Give me another ball. Could've. Trying to clear the water, kind of thing. It's Could've. quite possible. Yeah. So his first one went in the water, uh, and it, but it, but it got to a spot where he when he dropped it. He thought, I can reach it. I can reach it with a three-wood. Doesn't make it. Next one, he thinks he makes it. He hits it. It's dry. Gets up there, and it's plugged. And not only is it plugged, it's plugged still in the penalty area, so he's not going to get relief. He goes back. He hits another one in, and then he finally kind of hits to dry land, chips up. How did you make 12? I missed a three-footer for 11. Right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, right. you got to think, obviously, he didn't know. He, he, There's no way. He, yeah. And he probably thought right. once Otherwise, he hit. Otherwise, he's hit nine iron yeah. three times down the fairway oh, and pitching on goodness. or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, guess who's back from the dead? Spencer Levin, yeah. who once sort of burst on the scene as a young player, iconic for – bringing back smoking on tour where he wasn't trying to hide it like some of the guys did. He'd have it in his mouth like Arnie in his prime. He won, I think, at St. Jude in Memphis. Right. And then basically fell off the earth. Well, he just won a Corn Ferry Tour event. Yeah. I believe. And he won it using a putter I think I got in my basement still called the Hammy Putter, which is half hockey stick, half putter, split grip, Ronus. Right. And he won it. Happy Gilmore style. That's what his putting is now. Well, he, he won it Monday qualifying. Yeah, Monday qualifying. And shooting, too, huh? and shooting 63, I think, on Sunday. He came yeah. from way behind. And right. Like, yeah, so crazy. All of this courtesy, by the way, one of my favorite Twitter f- follows is Monday Q Info. Uh, what's his name? Ryan French. Just yes. really good covering the minor leagues of golf because everybody covers – you know the tour and all that stuff, and just some really cool stories. If you're if you're a Twitter that, follower, he's a re- that's great a really follow. cool story. It's yeah. weird, but <laughs> yeah, it's but not going to hold up. There's been a couple guys now. So the, one of the guys who just got temporary membership on tour, you brought it up. What was his yeah, name? Yeah, Brian, uh, Brian Gerard. Brian Gerard. Monday qualified for an event, came in fourth. That got him in the next week. He came in 11th, you know, kind of got on a run. Yeah. And then earned enough money or enough points. I don't know exactly how it works on KFT. That he now has special tour membership for the rest of the year. And that while that doesn't get him a number, as they call it on the tour, he can he can accept unlimited 
uh, exemptions f- from sponsors, he so he enough. can play more than yeah. So if he earns enough, gets a. I think now he's got to get top one twenty five and FedEx points mm-hmm. that gets him a tour card well, next there, year. Well, I saw there's uh, that, but Batia. Uh, oh, yeah, Ashe. 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 And, uh, Ashe, yeah. and there's one more that they're all on the special exemption playing this week. Yeah. Good. So Battlefield they, they got a shot at it. Speaking of exemptions, last week I think we sort of made a bogey out of some of the exemptions for future majors. One of our listeners said, How could you say that Kepka played his last masters? I don't think we said that. We no, said we no, we didn't. Next year will be his last exempt masters unless something changes. Did we not? Yeah, I mean, he was that, he was exempt. That's correct. He was he exempt for two reasons. For, yeah, because he right. was he was he finished in the top five, top twelve. And I was yep. told by this listener, the PGA, your organization, Mr. Gould, does give lifetime exemptions, and that you should have known that. Do you know that? The PGA uh, I did not know championship that. is a lifetime exemption. I didn't think that was. Did I you think, know that Robertown gave exemptions to past champions Jim Furyk, uh, Jason Duffner, Luke Donald. They all pl- teed it up this week. Oh, D- and they, they might be, but those, yeah. I don't think the tournament, it's not a tournament exemption, but it's, it's a sponsor exemption that the tournament okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. has for those. Yeah. But I was actually looking a little bit at that. So, you know, May 22nd is the big day this year. That's the Monday after the PGA Championship. The top 50 are exempt into the British Open, and the top 60 are exempt into the U.S. Open. And that's where a lot of these, like Reed finishing fourth in the Masters got enough points. He's like, 40th or something like that. So he's probably okay for this year. The article was about who who of the Live Tour guys had signed up for U.S. Open qualifying. Right. You know, and, and who's going to, you know, go through if they start a second stage, but who's going to go through the stages to do it? And like seven or eight of them said, screw it, I'm not even trying it. Uh, but Patrick Reed doesn't have to because his sure, sure, performance. Sure. Winners are exempt for the rest of their career for the PGA Championship mm-hmm. and are invited to the PGA Championship and champions dinner every year too. I know there's a champions dinner, but mm-hmm. I, I, I'll take the bogey on that. That's yeah. I thought I thought it ended after a certain amount of years. But, but. it's only for the PGA Championship. So Kepka, when we're talking Masters, it's still right. You know who is now 53rd in the world, I believe, and close to being in that magic top 50 to get in all the good big fat money events. Old Rick Fowler. Yeah, yeah Ricky's about old he's been Rick playing Fowler. Good. Yes, with yes. Butch Harmon. I'm so happy for him because, man, they tugged on him hard to go to the live. Yep. Yeah, oh, I know that one. It seemed to, it <laughs> yeah. seemed to make sense for him to one. go to the live. Right. Exactly. About like, and, but now he's, he's had a really good year. I think you can uh, thank Ricky Fowler not being on the live tour to his wife. Really? Uh, yeah. The pretty, she, pretty good information on that. She didn't want it? She wanted Ricky to be Ricky for the rest of his life, and she was Beloved right. Loved Ricky. She was the right. Little Jimmy's out there. Yeah. The little Rickies in their orange. What Phil yeah. could have been, even if they're fake mustaches. E- yeah, <laughs> even if they were only making fifteen million dollars a year, she could handle that. Yeah, and she she talked Ricky out of that, and I, I don't know how how full Ricky was into it, but. She she wants Ricky to to have his whole life of accolades. appreciation, yeah, and he oh, should. Yep. Yeah. He should. Good, good, Absolutely. good. For and that's him. what Phil's not going to have. Good for them. Um, how about the ratings being up for Harbortown? That was good, up eleven yeah. percent year over year. The elevated event concept, I think, is working. Uh, Rory caught some real heat. By he the way, he sure did from he other should've, players. Should have, yeah. as and yeah. Xander Shoffley yep. uh, saying, 
I thought we were going to be more transparent about all this stuff. Yeah, and I thought you Rory were involved in making the rules. Yeah, Rory to this taping a week later still has not offered up an explanation. Mm-hmm. And I, my, my deal with athletes is simple. That is, the best ones should get all the money in the world they can. I have no problem with that. What drives me crazy is when they either waste it all and end up broke. That, to me, is very triggering, and I hate that so much. Even though it is their money, yeah, right. it's their they money. have the right to yep. do it. it, it really frustrates me. And then when athletes are so out of touch with how much money it is that they just go, yeah, nah, that turns me off. Like, this hurt me with Rory because I'm a huge Rory stan. You know, I think one of the players said, well, I guess he doesn't need the $3 million. Right. And my thought was, yeah. Rom played. He was great. He was great in the booth, by the way. Yes, awesome. And he won the Masters. Rory missed the cut. He had all weekend to sleep in and rejuvenate. He could have played two rounds best to his ability. Maybe he was hurt. Maybe he was tired, mentally burnt out. Two rounds, missed the cut, taking the $3 million in that pip money he's going to lose. Then give it to somebody. Just go ahead and give it to a school or a clinic or something. I'm not yelling. I'm yelling now, aren't I? Yeah. Man, like, you're right. Did you, the you fact he didn't bother to bend over and pick up $3 million. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I mean, again. Blows it, my mind. It, it, when, you're, when you want someone like me to back the PGA Tour because of what these guys are standing up for right. so that Jason can make fun of me here, and at the same time, <laughs> but he's absolutely right. If, I'm, if, if that's a money thing to Rory – or non-important money thing to Rory, and he's supposed to be standing up for the PGA Tour, and he doesn't think about the fans and the people and all the other stuff. Why should I? Why should I back that product? Right. right. So that's something that's it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable and, behavior, and yeah. he needs to come out and talk about it. That's that's what I'm getting at too. We we need the transparency is the key here. We we need to know why it is. I mean, maybe there's something going wrong with the family, and I, you know, and then those are the types of things that we never find out. And you know, hey, they they discount the three million because oh so and so was sick or whatever and we will never know that but i think they need to be transparent he needs to come out and say it but i also just think you know when they made the rule and rory was heavily involved in making the rule you get one spot to miss why would you skip the first one you've totally put yourself it's bad strategy right you know he skipped hawaii and now he's got no leeway that you know if something happens or if he's just mentally blown like he probably was after the masters You've got some leeway. Why would you yeah. give that up right away? It just seems and like beyond no missing the first one, why would you ever miss the second one? Like he yeah. has got to find a way to be there, not yeah. just for the Suck three million dollars. And, and you make a very good point about taking that money, putting putting it good use for somebody. But just you, he has to be there. Yep. They cannot miss it's that. a principal thing. It's not yeah, even it's, he's the not money shouldn't come into it at all. He's, he's not the money for this whole thing. As John now, says, he's a commissioner. Yeah, that's right. I, I read somewhere, Ghoul, that next year there will not be a requirement to go to the elevated events. They're changing it hmm. somehow. They're making it so that I guess, I don't know if it's a requirement or not, but it's going to change for next year. But for this year, to get last year's PIP money, which I had to explain player impact program money to someone who is not a real golf fan. Yeah. It was hilarious and kind of embarrassing. I go, yeah. it's just a couple million. They gave some of the guys who are big stars on the tour to make them feel better and to make them not leave. With no scoreboard, no, no yeah. like, reasoning other than just, like, you get this, right. you get this, you get it's this. It's like, like a compensatory su- draft formula for yeah. the NFL. I don't know. It just came up. Like <laughs> I, said, I said it basically is bribe money, but, you know, yeah. whatever. It happens, so there it is. Two-minute story time round the horn. Let's go. You got two minutes. Get on the soapbox. Tell me what you got. This My week. two minutes actually is, is what we started the show with was get fit. 
get fit for your equipment. It's uh, oh, it's you were talking about my fitness. It's here? no, no, no. Yeah. Get do that fit too for yeah, your yeah. equipment. I do need to. Do that. Um, it's something that really can be a game changer. The 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 fact of golf clubs. You know, fifteen twenty years ago, they put um, restrictions on uh, coefficient of restitution and moment of inertia and things like that on drivers. Getting so, dirty. so they're they're although the spin rate and things like that have changed dramatically, they're they're not a huge difference. Irons and hybrids, holy smokes! You talk about I couldn't survive anything close to what I played even fifteen years ago relative to what I have now. Um, you know, I'm on Callaway staff, so I have the Paradigm irons, and they're ridiculous. They're absolutely ridiculous. I don't know how I, I can't even describe them. Like they're they go farther because they're lofted stronger, yet they launch at the same angle and they come yeah. down at the same angle. It's just, it's really, it makes no sense whatsoever. But for me, at my age, it brings excitement to going out there and playing because I can hit the ball a good distance still because of the, the technology. And I just encourage everyone, you know, if you're 54 years old, you could say to yourself, like I am, this is my last set of clubs. You know, uh, ah. meaning, meaning you could Fish say to yourself, because they will last that long. They'll yeah. last 40 years for you. And um, treat yourself to it. Treat yourself to a good fitting, whether it's with your local professional or here at Golfdom or the Rockville Golfdom store. Treat yourself and get a great set of clubs that you can really enjoy the game. And with. I would let everybody know here, too. Everybody, if you're worried about, oh, is there a fitting fee? Most of the time, if you get fit, they roll the fitting fee into the cost of the equipment, right? Mm-hmm. The, the irons that you buy, right? I think you probably know. And, no, and I will say it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. I mean, people fitting are, as they said, it, it are colossal professionals. Yeah. Right. And experts. they need to be paid They're also. Experts. Yeah. So it, whether it's a fitting fee or not, it is so worth it to pay 150 bucks or something for that fitting fee because, again, you're talking about a 20-year investment. You know, amateurize that over time is so worth it. Do it. Treat yeah. yourself. Yeah, last driver, that's cute. I'm getting the retractable 49-inch neutron driver. <laughs> yeah, mini <laughs> with neutron. The, with mini neutron with a liquid core. <laughs> yeah. As soon as it comes Every out. Every other yeah. year you get your last driver, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like clockwork. Yeah. All right, cool. What do you got? Hey, I just got a good story to tell uh, from our, um, you know, our board of directors for the for the Mid-Atlantic PGA is, is a bunch of PGA professionals. And we are constantly promoting, like John Ronas is, hey, get out and play golf, right? And and then when we have our meetings, we f- somehow forget. We don't play golf. And, and one of our board members, Scott Graber, uh, Federal Club in Richmond, said, hey, we've got a board meeting come up. Let's uh, Anybody want to play golf afterwards? Let's set up golf. We, we're down in uh, Stafford, Fredericksburg, so... Uh, we'll set it up at Fawn Lake right near right near there afterwards. So he set it up, and we got uh, – I think there was eight of us playing. Uh, and then he got a hole-in-one. Oh, that's great. Uh, nice. On the 15th hole. So I want to give him a shout-out for, that's A, great. making us play golf – not making us, but reminding us that – Urging. Urging us. Yeah. Hey, we're – we're, especially those we're of us in the, in the business. business. We're in the golf yeah. business. We should play as well as promote it. And then not only that, after he set it up, he got the hole-in-one. So that's great. Shout-out to Scotty Graber. All right, buddy. What do you got? So looking forward to this weekend, kind of touching on some of the things we've talked about playing golf, right? And I played my first round uh, last week in the area, second round of the year. But heading down to Fripp Island, South Carolina, with three of my closest friends. We're going to – we'll fly down tomorrow morning. Is this the college buddies? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's a a small segment of our bigger college trip. Gotcha. um, So we'll fly down, play uh, until the sun goes down tomorrow. Love it. Get up first thing Saturday or Friday, play until the sun goes down. Get up Saturday morning, play until the sun comes down. Come home, I'll have a 
aching body from yep. swinging golf clubs so much. I'll have an aching head for the libations that we're going to have. And, and I'll you have will a, not be an ache in South Carolina. You'll be no. a frip island. <laughs> and I'll have an aching <laughs> stomach from all the laughing that we're going to do. So I, I'm really looking forward it's to awesome. that. It's awesome. It's awesome. That's what it's about. We'll, but will you have one of these, though, is what I want to know. Oh, we'll uh, have that in the afternoon. I mean, come on now. Yes. Actually, I lost my connection to the Bluetooth speaker. Maybe I turn it off in the meantime. Yeah. Okay, with that said, boys, what a good show this was, all things to considered, right? I would say that we did not solve any great problems when it comes to the game of golf. We disagreed on many things, but we had fun. We did. And that's the point of the show. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you got smarter today listening, not dumber like Jason. Jason, Barry. I love you. I love you, Jason. <laughs> it's impossible not to get smarter because these are smart people here that know and love the game of golf. All right. Thanks for listening. Uh, another Capital Golf Gang is in the books. Come on into Golf Dome here in Tyson's Corner. Get fit. Get the latest in merchandise, equipment, apparel, and more. And the Rockville store will be opening in a couple weeks, and we'll be out there at that time. Have a good one, folks. We'll see you next time. This has been the Capital Golf Gang. If you'd like the gang to visit your home course, send your inquiries to Zabe at Yahoo.com. That's C-Z-A-B-E at Yahoo.com. And for free swag, we're all in extra large. So yeah, thanks for the shirts. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.